Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Eminem Show. Michael's going to be taking the head on this one today. I'm excited for him to teach you guys about motivation and how to actually use motivation to your benefit. I would consider Michael a habits and motivation guru. If anybody is running 52 marathons in 52 weeks without even second guessing it, he is the guy to tell you about motivation and how to actually get your habits to stick and to actually have the life and the goals and achieve them that you you want. The story that, or I guess the circumstance that is coming to my mind for Michael is a few months ago, it was like probably June that this was happening. We were at a game night with some people and there was a guy there that goes, oh, are you still doing the 52 by 52? Are you still running your marathons? And Michael like got offended <laughs> because he was like, of course I am. Are you kidding me? <laughs> of course I do want it. And um, that's just a testament to who Michael is. And for many of us, we second guess and we're like, oh, if I'm not feeling it, I won't do it. Or um, yeah, we'll see how far I get. But for Michael, he is someone that there, once he commits to something, there's no going back and he is going to do it. So I'm excited for him to teach you guys about motivation today. Okay. Guys, and it wasn't it wasn't always this way, right? And that's the key point here. It wasn't always this way, but people can change. However, not many do. And uh, whether or not you choose to change, the power lies within you. Um, and that's something that I've realized in my life, that little, <laughs> little poem there. Um, people can change, and it really comes down to if you choose to or not. But not many do. So <laughs> with that being said, let's get into it. All right, so... The thing that we want to talk about here, it's the it's the true definition of motivation. And the way we define it in society is not correct, right? We define motivation as a sin, you know, a synonym with willpower, um, a synonym with um grit, a synonym with determination, right? That's how we're defining motivation. You say, oh, I don't have the motivation to work out today. I don't have the motivation to read those books today. I don't have the motivation to study today. I don't have the motivation to get up and go to work today, whatever it might be. You know, the list goes on and on. But what it really comes down to is motivation is not the des or yeah, sorry. Motivation is the desire to change, right? Not the desire to put in the work to change. And that's the key point. And so, you know, my life has changed dramatically over the last seven years. And I've really come, you know, come to learn what it takes to to form a new habit and to not only form a new habit, to form what I call a non-negotiable habit, to go from something in the beginning that I want to do, right? Whatever it is, I want to do X to in the end, whatever X is, is so non-negotiable that it is just a pattern in your life. You just do it, right? And I've learned that there are four steps into creating these, what I call non-negotiable habits. The first is motivation, and that's the premise of this podcast today. But for future reference, the second is consistency and confidence building stage. The third is the discipline building stage. And the last is when you get into the non-negotiable habit. And so today, we're going to focus on first stage, and that is motivation, the motivation stage. Okay. And there are four parts within the motivation stage, and we're going to talk about them. And that is self-awareness. That is the first step. Okay, guys. So... I realized this, um, this whole this whole idea 
this whole this whole idea of the the four the four steps um, to motivation. I realized this through running, actually, um, and kind of where I started and then where I got to be. And so running for me now is an unnegotiable habit. And it started out as a desire. A desire to do not even just running, but just a desire to do something physically, you know, hard. Okay. And so I realized that I lacked a little bit of physical discipline. Okay. And so I was self-aware of where I was. And it all started with when I was in Korea, I was on my mission in Korea, to your mission. Um, I decided to run and train for a sub five minute and 30 second one mile. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have a ton of time to work out. And so it revolved around, you know, quick thing. But I was like, you know, it would be cool if I could really train because we, cause that kind of, we didn't really have a ton of like weights or anything like that. And so it kind of primi- primarily revolved around, you know, cardio. Um, for our for our exercise and so I was like thinking of something I could do and that's what hit me I was like if I could run a really fast mile that would be really cool yeah and now I kind of chuckle at that goal but in that moment it was key because I understood that I was like I'm not really good at running but by doing this it'd be really cool yeah and so the motivation wasn't necessarily to put in the work to to train for that marathon or sorry not even marathon to train for that one mile but it was just like I think it would be cool kind of want to change and so my diet my desire or my motivation was to train for this one mile okay and that's when you know this self-aware i was like that is that's really the first step it comes down to understanding where you currently are um and where you want to go yeah i if so being self-aware is half the the problem if you you can become self-aware and be honest with like where am i at and this with anything, with mental health, physical health, spiritual well-being, whatever you want to label it as. You have, like, if you are aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it, that is the half the battle. Because then it's easier to overcome. Because if you're not aware of what's going on, it's impossible to fix it. Yeah, exactly. And also critically important to this self-awareness point is the dropping the what was me attitude mm-hmm. because in order because self-awareness is 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 just understanding where you currently are and not getting stuck there right so you just understand okay i'm here at x right, right? but you can't go so far as i'm here as x i'm a victim i'm stuck here i can't change i can't do any of this and that's where a lot of people get stuck well i what happens is people give you a list of excuses of why they can't do something when in reality, and, and that's where the lack of motivation comes in, of if you, you have to really want it. You have to really have the desire and you have to truly, to your core, I want to do this. Unless that is there, you will never push past and change who you are. I'm thinking about this book that I read and um, it's there's such different motivations too of like there's the really unmotivated I have no desire there's the I'll try I'll try it out and then there's the whatever it takes type of motivation and it's and you want to get to that place of whatever it takes and that and that's dropping the victim mindset right of all the excuses and you're getting to a place of whatever it takes yeah I love that um, and we and we can't overcomplicate this uh, because in reality, 
achieving whatever you want for yourself, it's not going to be easy, but it, it sure as heck is, it shouldn't be complicated. Right. And in most cases, it's going to be simple. Right. And also, I don't know, like, especially in, like, the fitness world, like, there's so many things of, like, drink this, do this, do that. And it's so overcomplicated. I... I was on like TikTok and it was like runners TikTok and they're like, look at all these things that I use for my running and my marathon and my this. And I was like, mm-hmm. the people who are running marathons already know. And the people that aren't, they need to start running. Don't go buy all this expensive stuff. You just need to start running and see if it actually sticks for you, if you actually like it. And people are so insistent of like, oh, I need to eat healthier. What things do I need to be cutting out of like stop overcomplicating it and just eat whole foods. Yeah. Like it we we live in a society where everyone's like this isn't healthy, this isn't healthy. Do this, do that and it's it's too much and you just have to start and just go. Yes. And then you have to cut the excuses because that's the number one thing of like you can excuse yourself at anything. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, that's expensive or I'm tired. I'm the, you know, yeah, they, I mean, the list, the laundry list would go on forever. Um, but that's a good point you make there. It really comes down to self-awareness. Okay, so self-awareness is one, understanding where you currently are and where do you want to go. The last part of that is not overcomplicating it mm-hmm. and just start moving, okay? So moving on, the next step within motivation is finding your why. And the way I like to, to look at this is in the lens of understanding your top five values in life. And so for me, I value supremely in no particular order. These are just five. I value my physical health, my mental health, my spirituality, my purpose or career, um, and then my relationships. Okay, so those those are the five things that I feel like really make up what I value in my life. And my why is all intertwined with all of those things. And so whatever goal I set for myself, right, whatever habit I'm trying to set for myself, it has to align with one of these five values, whatever it's, you know, all of them together or individually goals. And so I, I propose that question to you guys is understanding what you really truly value, your top five values, okay? And do what you, you know, what you want to chase, your goals that you want to chase, do they align with those values? I would also say here, everyone's like, because you might sit here and be thinking like, oh, I also value physical stuff. I also value relationships and it's important to realize, and you have to have a vision of what that looks like, right? Because for my college running marathons, maybe for someone else, it's getting really into weightlifting or golf or whatever their physical thing of choice is. And being able to have a clear vision of what that looks like, because that's your North Star, that's your guiding compass um, for how everything else is going to play out. Right. And that's, you know, this is what you can really come back to um, when, when it gets harder <laughs> um, and you don't have, you know, the energy. Um, you can really come back to, you know, why are you doing this? Okay, this is why. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm being physically active because I want to be able to play with my grandkids. I'm being physically active because I want to have longevity. Yeah. And when your why is rooted in things like that, when your why is rooted in genuine and sincere and like worthy things it's a much stronger why yeah and it you're more likely to keep the habit you're going after than if it's superficial 
level. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that is the second part is finding your why. The third part is is really important as well. And this is changing your identity. Okay. And so I really like to think of these, you know, self-awareness and changing your identity almost hand in hand. <laughs> and self-awareness being about 10% of the equation and changing your identity about 90% of the equation. Yeah. Because when it comes to forming a new habit, we say, oh my goodness, I am so out of shape. I am so dumb or whatever. If you're not, even if you're going to school, you're like, I'm so dumb. I can't learn this. Or you get stuck in, I'm just, I just can't make it financially. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. And you just intertwine your identity with all of these can'ts or I am, you know, insert negative statement. Right. And also, if you just slightly change the verbiage, the whole narrative changes. I'm learning to be more in shape. I'm prioritizing my health more than I have. It doesn't like you don't have to be like David Goggins. For sure. And you can just the a slip, simple shift of verbiage changes the whole game. Instead of I like identifying with the negative thing you're saying, you just have to ex- externalize it a little bit more. Of I'm learning to I'm growing to like I'm shooting for I'm striving, whatever. And the thing is, you're not lying to yourself. So that's why I say self-awareness is about 10% of the equation. You have to say where you are. You have to understand. Okay, if you're out of shape, you're out of shape. Just be real with yourself. We're not delusional here. Yeah, we're not. We're not we're, <laughs> this is not, you know, some fake fluffy stuff. But it's just not stopping there. Right. Okay, it's understanding where you currently are and then saying who you're becoming. And so attaching that becoming statement to that as well, it's really where you get to change your identity. So you, instead of saying, I'm out of shape, I'm getting stuck there, you say, I'm out of shape, but I'm working on it. Or I'm out of shape and I'm working on my health. Or I'm out of shape and I'm working on becoming healthier. You know, just insert whatever becoming statement you want with that. And it's truly start to say that to yourself over and over and over and over and over. And that's how you start to really change your identity. Because, yeah. I was going to say, it's important to be grasping a concept that your mind believes. Or else it's just fluff. Yeah. If you're just like, I'm amazing and I'm whatever insert whatever that your brain you just genuinely don't believe that you have to be inserting something that your brain genuinely grasps that's my one peeve with affirmations is you need to be, your affirmation or whatever you're choosing needs to be something you genuinely believe and that your brain can genuinely click with because if not it, it feels i mean it'll still work but it a good stepping stone i guess i'm saying is like I'm learning too, I'm becoming. And the thing is, your brain can believe it if you're focused on that becoming part of it. If you're focused on the process, okay. Because if you're saying that I'm working on my health and you're walking for five minutes a day because you've been walking zero minutes a day, that that you you can believe that because that is working on your health, okay. Even if it's something literally as small as walking five minutes a day. Um. So when you focus these becoming parts of it, you're changing your identity. When you focus those things on the process rather than a I am statement, is you really can't believe it. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. You do have to be able to believe it. Yeah. And then at in the end, you can say, I am healthy. Yeah. Right? Because you can sit here and say, I, I'm healthy. Because that is a true statement. And right. you believe that because you are that. Totally. And I, I think that's really important for people to recognize. Yeah. And when you're thinking about who you're becoming, guys, it's not about... It's not about faking it until you make it. Is you just understand, okay, the person I want to become, you know, that version of me does certain things. Yeah. And the certain things that that person does, they have certain habits, they have certain attitudes, then they have certain 
certain standards that they set for themselves and think about exactly what those are, right? And start doing them today. And so for me, it's like, okay, I want to become, I envision myself becoming a certain level of a businessman, okay? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not there yet. But what habits, what attitudes, or what standards does that individual have for themselves? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they're probably getting up early. And they're probably getting to bed early as well, okay? So I'm doing those things, okay? So they're probably learning new things every day, reading books, um, engaging in research, looking up videos, right? Okay, I can do those things today. Um, they're probably seeking, you know, seeking out risk, you know, calculated risk. Okay. I can start to do those things and getting comfortable with, you know, taking on a little bit of risk. Hmm. They're probably getting outside of their comfort zone, talking to people, calling people. Okay. I can start to do those things today. Right. Maybe the level they're doing them at is different than what I'm doing them at currently, but I can start to incorporate those things into, into my life now. And that is really important. You what people need to start realizing is you can only talk about it so much and you have to start acting and it doesn't have to be perfect right i tell people all the time it's like matt do you just want to collect data like what's working what's not working what jives with me what doesn't and you just have to start moving and that's the principle of what you're saying is you don't have to be that person right now and the thing is and that you have to enjoy the process because once you get to said business or personal or mental whatever goal then you're going to have the next goal and then the next goal so it's important for you to put that energy into the process of it and that's where you're drawing your success from rather than like the end result and it helps you enjoy the more present exactly and so guys i want to share a story and the story is how i realized that i got sick and tired of saying i could never I could never X. And so I remember being in Korea. My mom, you know, was talking to me, emailing, and she was saying that my uncle was about to do an Ironman. And I was like, Iron Man, what's I didn't know what an Ironman was at that point. And I'm like, what's an Ironman? And she says, oh, it's this crazy, you know, endurance challenge. And then I, you know, come to find out that an Ironman is, you know, 2.4 miles swim, 112 mile bike ride, and a marathon at the end. So 26.2 miles at the end. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's insane. Like, this guy's going to do that? Like, that's the craziest challenge I've ever heard. I could never do something like that. Right. And then it hit me. I was like, dang, why would I say something like I could never? Mm-hmm. Maybe I couldn't do it in the moment. Right. <laughs> I haven't been training for it, but I was like, why would I, why would I attach that and say I could never do X? And I think it's important because in society right now, guys, we do this all the freaking time. And it's important to say, or to, sorry, to not say these things. Um, and it really doesn't come down to if you you know want to do an Ironman, you have to do an Ironman. But it's just saying like, why would you attach all these saying like, oh, I can never do it. You know, someone does, you know, goes to med school. Oh, I can never go to med school. Or someone goes, gets their master's degree. Oh, I can never get my master's degree. Or someone does a marathon. Oh, I can never run a marathon. And it's like, why do we say those things? Right. I, like I literally, you say whatever, whatever crazy challenge. And I will likely say I could do that. Am I going to? Do I want to? Maybe not. But that this attitude that I have with myself now is... I could. <laughs> I believe I could. Right. You could do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. And going along with that, it's important. Not, I mean, it's not necessarily saying I can do like anything in the world. I mean, I'm 5'8", 170 pounds. I'm, I'm likely not going to be an offensive lineman. And so, you know, trying to make myself believe, oh, yeah, I could be an offensive lineman. I could be an offensive lineman. You know, no, you can't. But you can be everything that you are meant to be. Right. And that's an important distinguisher. Right? You literally can be. Right. And, and also keeping it realistic. Yeah. Right. I mean, clearly, you're not going to be an offensive lineman. 
I'm not going to be the CEO of Apple. I mean, I potentially, I mean, that's not what I want to do. Right. And I'm not, I have no nothing about tech either. You know, like if you have to keep it realistic here, but in terms of anything you want to accomplish, you really can. Yeah. If it's, if it's, if it's meant to be, if it's meant to be in who you're becoming and who you, you could just envision that person. What is my 100% potential? It's definitely possible. Right. Absolutely. All right. So last part here, guys, we're going to talk about the last step of motivation and in des the desire to change. It's understanding that in the end, you are the secret sauce. <laughs> All right, folks. So we live in a day and age of the information, the information world. I can look up, you know, looking back on my college experience, honestly, I could have learned more things just from watching YouTube videos. <laughs> like literally um, what I'm doing with my life now probably just could have been watching YouTube videos. You know, I had a great experience with college and other things. But what I mean by this point is we live in just an information age. Go Google it. Literally, go look it up on TikTok. Like, what's the recipe? Okay, let's go look it up on TikTok. Let's go Google. Let's go look, look up a YouTube video. You know, I'm fixing my cars. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a mechanic, but I can fix my car because I'm watching a YouTube video or right. something. And so it's just, it's just a crazy day and age that we live in. But no matter how much information is out there, no matter how much research you do, in the end, you are the secret sauce. This is something I tell my clients all the time. And they're like, they're just, they'll be curious of like, okay, what's going to really like be that wow showstopper of therapy? And I go, oh, I'll tell you. And I'm like, it's you. <laughs> and uh, and they're kind of like, they're like, they laugh. And, and but then it hits them there and I'm going, no, I'm serious. I was like, sure, like you need a good therapist. But like, besides that, I'm useless. Yep. I'm utterly useless. I'm only as useful as you are. Yep. I can only do work as hard as you want to work. Yep. I can't fix your problem. Absolutely not. And I tell them that. I'm like, I don't matter here. I mean, I do. I think I think I do an amazing job at what I do. And but any great therapist could help you get to where you need to go. Totally. And so you are the secret sauce. I it's through and through. Like unless you do something, this goes nowhere every time exactly and and guys come on like are we like aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired and i got to this point in my life like i was i'm i was sick and tired i still am sick and tired of people like they see something on instagram they see something on youtube they see something in the news and they're just like ah it must be nice mm -hmm. like i wish i wish i could have that house maybe it's possession related or i wish i could you know have that body maybe you know it's that related must be nice to come from a wealthy family must exactly. be nice to come from a well-known networked whatever yeah exactly or it must be nice maybe we're getting more internal things it must be nice to be so kind it must be nice to be so good at talking to people it must be nice to be so smart like it's just like aren't you guys sick and tired of saying those things to yourself saying those things out loud and believing them and saying that whatever happened whatever circumstances you're in life have gotten to the point that you are at now mm -hmm. and using that as this fictitious you know hand that's holding you down right you're becoming there's two types of people people who are creators of their circumstances and make life work for them they're creators and people that let life happen to them and so whenever you're in that mindset of, of it might be nice i wish you're just letting life happen to you instead of you taking on life and being a creator of your circumstance guarantee it guys and, and what it comes down to i probably <laughs> have more confidence in you than you might have in yourself and maybe even you know someone that i look to up to i look up to uh, a podcaster and kind of a 
uh, business guru, Ed Milet, he probably has more confidence in me than I do in myself. Right. Because he knows. He's like, okay, like you can do this. I'm not special. He's not, like he's saying that to himself probably, you know, he always says that all the time. He's like, I'm not special. Nothing about me is special. Nothing about me is uh, is abnormal. And so he just has confidence in the ability that we as humans can truly become who we are meant to become just because that's that's humans. That's what we can do. Right. It, there's a quote that says, success fr- comes from doing the ordinary things extraordinarily well. And really, it's that simple. You just have to do... It's nothing that's that crazy, really. And you just have to do it. Exactly. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Guys, in the end, like you can read all the books... You can gather all the information, learn all the tips and tricks, but in the end, it's up to you. Yeah. You have to act. There's no other way around it. And at, at some point, you just have to start moving. The The thing that's going to get you stuck is just that action process, thinking and thinking and, oh, I have to know more, I have to know more, I have to know more, and that's just so false. You just have to start moving. When me and Michael started this business, it's con- completely changed, but you have to just start and start moving and progressing towards something, and the the path will unfold naturally. And in with that point, it's not necessarily like done to like a, a change because something wasn't working or whatever. I feel like it's just like built. Yeah, it's built. It's built into something where it's like, okay, this is really starting to stack on top of the one vision becoming. Yeah, the vision is almost like unveiling itself as we're going. And so it's not like we're just ah oh, time didn't work, time to change, didn't work, time to change, didn't work, time to change. It's more just like building and compounding into something where like, wow, this is really starting to become something we're proud of. And that's where really what it comes down to. Yeah. And so in wrapping up, guys, some practical steps. We want you guys to really truly understand your top five values. And that's the, so that's the first part. You have to understand your top five values and what you can find or where you can find your why. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the next part you want you, what you want to do is rate on the, on a scale, these values, one to 10. Okay. You know, 10 being the best, one being the worst. Where are you at within these values? And then the next part, going back to self-awareness, that, you know, that, that, that is the self-awareness, is really rating yourself and understanding where you currently are. 10% of the equation there. And then next is the identity change statement. Okay, okay. so wherever that value is, say it's physical health, say it's your spirituality, say it's your relationships, you understand where you're at, and then you say, okay, where am I heading? And really understanding that where am I heading statement is, is critically important. And then just pick that, that one area that you need to work on. Imagine who you're becoming, what are the habits, attitudes, and, and standards of that person and that realm and that value? Start to do it. Yeah. Simple as that. One, two, three, ABC. <laughs> One, two, three, ABC. Love it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. That is the Eminem Show. Please rate, like, subscribe to our podcast, and share it as well. We're growing and we couldn't do it without you guys. Have a good week. See you guys next time.